0: This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen, it's the best.
1: Hello, and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great guest. She is an actor, a writer, a comedian, and more. It's Dana DeRook.
0: Hello, Joseph.
1: Hello, Dana. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Absolutely. Very happy uh, to not only have you do the podcast, but also just to chat with you a little bit. Absolutely. Totally. You're one of these awesome people that I met briefly doing a show. Right. You know, rehearsals. Sometimes you have a lot of chatting time. Uh This particular show that we did, a sketch comedy show at the (laughs) Doctor Who convention, Califray One.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, There wasn't a ton of chatting time, but you seemed really awesome. Awesome, and we've been uh, friends on social media, so I'm yeah. excited.
0: No, totally. That, that, that show was super fun, but yeah, because it was like, like, okay, now you're on. Okay, now I'm on. Now <laughs> we gotta get this going. But um,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're
1: very, very funny in the show.
0: Oh, thank you. So were you? We had oh, a lot yeah. of fun. Is
1: a very, very fun show to do, and nice always to perform for an audience who. Deeply, deeply want to laugh at Doctor Who jokes. Oh
0: my God, love the nerds! Exactly, <laughs> like a self-aware fandom and our thing It's yeah. like I, uh, there's there's nothing quite like it. Yeah, it's great. So
1: uh, <laughs> obviously you are an actor and you do comedy and mm. you are a writer as well. Yes. Is that how you think of yourself? Are those your primary nouns, or do you have a different noun that you're like, this is what I'm doing?
0: Uh, I I kind of uh, lean into the the. Actor, writer, kind of uh, realm of things. Like uh, I've, I've recently started doing some, uh, some more uh, like comedy, like stand up, any type of thing. But I'm kind of like, oh, uh,
2: like, <laughs> am I allowed to add
0: the comedian type? Of, like imposter syndrome's a bitch, man. Oh yes. Um. Uh. But um. Talker. I. I. I, I was like. I feel weird. It so was like a podcaster. And it's like because I've also got my own podcast and up so my own podcast. I with uh, I co-host with a friend, but um. Uh. But he's like, I, I feel weird. It's like, podcaster? He's like, is that, you're, you're a podcaster? Like, oh, yeah. Is that a weird thing to say? and no. To tell, tell people that you're a podcaster?
1: No, I think it's a, a fascinating one because it's not any different than saying you're an actor or a writer. Because right. that could be, that could mean I make millions of dollars or it could mean I really enjoy doing small theater in my local town and, True. and I enjoy it very much. It could mean either of those things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like podcaster right now is not it because it's a new word. Yeah. It, there's kind of the. Comedy of that A podcaster could mean like You just interviewed Barack Obama Or yeah. it could mean You and your buddies Ramble for three hours In the basement It could be Either of those things Yeah
0: podcaster is The new blogger
1: Yeah Fully Exactly So I think we have Sometimes we're like <laughs> Yes hello uh, I'm here for an event I'm a podcaster
0: Exactly Can, can make one
1: feel Like an asshole <laughs> No totally
0: And I'm like ha! Ah, does, does it make me an asshole To say I'm a podcaster no. But I am I swear It's a fun podcast
1: If you podcast You are a podcaster <laughs> <laughs> So there you go <laughs> Uh, Let's get into your obsession. Uh, I really can't believe I haven't talked more about this. You, you scrolled through. uh... I scrolled
0: through all of your topics, man. (laughs) And I was like, surely, surely it's going to get knocked out. Surely somebody has already done this. I was like, I mean, there's kind of a couple niche touchings on it, but, but as a whole topic. yeah. What?
1: Niche touchings. Yeah. That's a great turn of phrase. Uh, But this isn't niche touching. We're just going all the way. Your obsession is food, period. Food, duh. (laughs) Food, duh. Food, duh. (laughs) Period. All caps. That that means, it means kind of everything for you, right? It means enjoying it uh, is uh, a consumer of food. Yeah. As we all are. Uh And uh, a maker of food, which we aren't Mm -hmm. all.
0: I I, I feel like, uh, like... We all, we all kind of, well, most of us know how to at least do kind of rudimentary food right. preparation-y type of things. But the levels to which uh, we kind of um, enjoy it and kind of delve into it and explore more within it. Uh, yes, that, that's a, a little more uh, further down the path.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, because you are actually making dishes. Oh, yes. Right. This yes. isn't just like Kraft macaroni and cheese. Like myself.
0: Like I'm not going to knock Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. That's one of my first food loves. Like seriously, my first food exploration was adding like raiding my dad's uh, spice rack and adding random spices <laughs> to my Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. And also discovering that by adding more more butter than the box recommends. Oh, that. Yeah. Mysteriously tastes way better. Oh my goodness. Oh add more butter, add more there was a reason that my sister discovered that she liked my macaroni and cheese. She liked it better when I made the boxed macaroni and cheese than my mom because I threw in Wait. way more butter. And uh, then plus like garlic powder and onion powder.
2: That's
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. I, I make it with much more butter uh, mm-hmm. because it tastes better. It's the, it's and the also Pritchett. once my father made it with no butter at all. <gasps> and that did not taste good at all or or work yeah. texture wise. Uh but this is great. I was going to ask about childhood, about the beginning yeah. of it. Is macaroni and cheese the first thing you remember uh, tasting? The first thing that you remember going, I, 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 love this. I have a bond with this flavor.
0: Uh, that was the first thing I remember playing with because I felt like I had the, I had the okay to like make it myself type of thing. Right. Um. In terms of. Enjoying and and tasting flavors and stuff. Um, my my dad. I mentioned my dad's spice rack. Uh, my dad loved <laughs> to cook. Okay, he, he was he was a big food nerd. Like, um, my, he he passed away uh, over twenty years ago. Okay. Um, so uh, he's been gone for a long time. And one of the things that bums me out hugely is the fact that uh he was also very into kind of the early uh, beginnings of the internet and stuff, and loved all of them. Oh like, wow! And he passed away before like. All like the food blogger type of thing really exploded yeah. and, and like everything got like major in terms of, um, like sharing of recipes online type of thing. I was like, my dad would have loved that. He would have been crazy about that. Yes. The community, the, uh, yeah, the, the sharing of recipes, the, f- the ease of finding new recipes yeah. and everything. Oh my God. And it, it just makes me nuts because I'm like, Damn it, he would have really loved that. Yeah. But um, uh, no, my my dad loved to try new recipes, try new foods, uh, uh, check out new stuff, and he was very much my kind of way in for um, kind of food exploration. Okay. Um, he loved to cook and he loved to kind of make things and lob them at us. <laughs> and uh, he he also was very much of the uh, like add a little of this, little of that, tweak the recipe and stuff, taste it, kind of go by feel type of thing. And I have very distinct memories of my dad making something and my mom tastes like, Oh my god, this is so good. Okay, what'd you would you put in this? And he's like, I don't know. Some of this
1: And
0: she's like, damn it. And she's like, if I want to like recreate this and make it, and it's like I won't be able to. And he's like, oh, no well.
1: He's just a little bit of a mad scientist. <laughs> so in the exactly,
0: kitchen. exactly. My my mom, uh my mom is a good cook but doesn't really enjoy it that much. Like she she cooks for like special occasion stuff. OK. And is amazing, and will knock it out, and everything. But it, but it doesn't always bring her a ton of joy. The actual making of it, um, she has a type, and her type is men who cook. Okay. Uh, my my <laughs> step my stepdad is also a wonderful cook and loves to cook, and and, uh, and so, so it's like, hey, it, like. She is, she is, she has nailed down the perfect type of like because she loves food and everything, but she's not crazy about uh, cooking Cooking all the time. Well, good to know yourself. (laughs) So,
1: when your your dad was introducing you, obviously, to cooking ideas that that you adopted, which we'll talk a little bit about, but when you were young and you're being, um, Experimented with <laughs> by him giving it you. That sounds weird, but okay. <laughs> by him giving you like trying lots of different things. Did you? Is a kid have a kind of palate yes. where you are, are always adventurous, or Absolutely. do you think he taught you that?
0: Uh, I was very much the like the hey yeah I'll try it all. Um, I I almost never disliked different okay. foods that were kind of put my way. Um, the only thing I have a real recollection of disliking um <laughs> seasonally appropriate sweet potatoes okay <laughs> um and i realized it was it was years and years down the line that i realized it was because uh nobody in my sphere in my childhood um, knew how to prepare a sweet potato worth a damn.
1: <laughs> even even your father. My dad didn't do sweet potatoes. Really. Okay, that's the
0: thing. My mom and my dad didn't really cook sweet potatoes. It wasn't wasn't their deal. We would have them when we go, went over to like other people's houses or like larger extended family okay. things. And I'm like put marshmallows on these things like <laughs> okay like it's just kind of a sweet glob and it's okay. like even as a kid i was like this is too sweet for me
1: but you, this you're you're talking almost more like a critic of like this doesn't work as a holiday dish it, it wasn't like you're disgusted it
0: didn't taste good to me and okay. it's like it it and and i realized uh like the what i don't like about that kind of now is like oh it's a, it's like a flat sweetness yeah it, there's no nuance to it it's just sweet on sweet on sweet on sweet <laughs> and um which brings me to one of my big food obsessions is flavor balance okay um because uh, and, uh the thing i realized with sweet potatoes is like they need salt they need salt man like sweet potato- they're so sweet and they're so starchy they need that salt to cut through that. Otherwise, they're just kind of unpalatable. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was uh, little, you know how there's always those, those, uh, friends of your parents that like you call aunt or uncle, but they're not really related yes. to you. It's like my Auntie Chris. Um, <laughs> she, uh, uh, she had made, it was like boiled sweet potatoes. They were like plain ass boiled sweet potatoes. And I remember sitting at the kids' table with a few other kids and stuff, and all of them are like, I don't like it. I'm not gonna eat it. And I was like, point of pride, I'ma eat these sweet potatoes. I don't like them, but I am going to eat them. So
1: you had an emotional investment in that not too. being the kid who's like yes. I don't like it. Yes.
0: I was deeply invested in that <laughs> because I I'm like at that at that point in my childhood, um, I, I had seen plenty. I knew that the the kids being like, "I don't like it. I'm not gonna eat it." was the norm, and and even at, even at a young age, I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not gonna be like those kids." I'm so that's what do. you said
1: in your mind as you ate those sweet potatoes. Ba- yes,
0: exactly. Baby Dana said, "Fuck that," um, and uh, like I I have a very distinct memory of taking a bite of sweet too swig of water, basically swallowing it straight down, and just like finishing them and be like. of pride I'm the only kid here who finished those damn sweet potatoes and they were terrible because they were unseasoned they were boiled and unseasoned that's why (laughs) it's like oh my god season your food season your food even if you don't think it doesn't need salt it needs salt yeah it needs salt
1: so uh, uh, this is the the, we'll talk more about the flavor balancing because I'm fascinated by that but I'm also curious as a child or even now is there anything that's just it's your subjective body it's not about taste it's Mm -hmm. just or preparation, It's yeah. about like olives oh, like, oh, or they mushrooms did, They or did whatever.
0: it poorly. It was like like one thing. Yeah. Um,
1: like I just, I don't like the taste of olives and there's nothing that yeah. is going to change that. It, no amount
0: I, of proper olive prep is going to do that. Right. It's it, not to, that I for,
1: misunderstand them or they're uh, prepared or some, poorly. Yes. It's uh, something in the makeup of my human mouth goes, mm-hmm. that's not enjoyable yep. for me.
0: Yep. I do have that. And the big thing for me is artificial banana flavoring.
1: <laughs> specifically banana yeah artificial
0: banana flavoring um like i uh it 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 just makes me angry it's like (laughs) the person who came up with have they ever had a banana
1: no they've looked at one it's
0: like like did they did did i i i have to believe that whoever came up with artificial banana flavoring um based on the worst banana in the world (laughs) and this one terrible banana has been like the basis like the low bar set for all bananas and it's oh god like banana runts how dare you yeah
1: (laughs) so that's a pretty easy food to avoid though
0: it is a very easy food to avoid except i definitely remember having uh my my ex-boyfriend from college was baffled by the fact that I didn't like artificial banana flavoring because he loved it, and he uh, and 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 he would just and he'd be eating something and he's like, "It's so good here, here, just try it, just try it, because this is so good." I'm like, "Hey, I'll try it," and I was like, "Taste it," and I'm like, "Yep, that's disgusting." Thank you. Are you happy now? Yep, that's gross. Hate it. Okay, let's move on.
1: Do you uh, you obviously talk about food a lot and you're knowledgeable about it. Do you feel like it is a good entry point for having the objective versus subjective conversation? Because uh, I have a bias that mm-hmm. that is a society we we should get better about just saying I didn't like or yeah. I did like, and rather, instead of it's good and it's bad. That and is food that is it's one of those like how could you not like? Like I don't it's know because like, my, like my mouth was born that way.
0: Exactly. Oh, especially when there are situations like um uh like with cilantro, there is like there's a genetic link right where they have proven is like some people just have a gene where cilantro tastes like soap to them and yeah. it's like it's that's okay that's fine <laughs> and it's like maybe there are more of those and we don't even know about them and it's like maybe something tastes amazing to me maybe i have some weird gene that like uh uh has like it gives me some blockage around certain kind of because i feel like with artificial banana flavoring it's also a very too sweetness yeah. and it's also an unnuanced yeah. flavor and so maybe maybe i have some weird genetic thing <laughs> that makes me like viscerally angry at uh, just this level yeah. of sweetness, like
1: you're trying to be, you're sensing that you're being placated.
0: Exactly, like my body is. My body's like, how dare you?
1: <laughs> Don't lie to me, fake banana. Don't talk down to me. <laughs> do you Do you have the that conversation with people? Uh, like you're you're sharing a, a yeah. conversation with the, an ex about yeah. this is so good, you have to try it. Do you end up getting into those like, look, it doesn't matter. Some people like this; other people don't.
0: I don't get into a ton of it just because I do like so many yes. things. Um, I, I am I am generally that person. Like if if uh, if like the group is getting food, it's like, well, what does everyone want? What do people like? What are they don't like? What are your dietary restrictions? I'm like, do not ask me. I will eat literally anything. I there's almost nothing that I don't like, unless you're getting like like a uh, tripe pizza. Then like then maybe I will object to that. But like as far as, uh, there's nothing on on a standard pizza menu that's gonna make me go oh don't don't put that on the pizza. Yeah,
1: not for me. Not he was me. like
0: nah. Th- surprise me. Try to scare me. Like I dare you. Like send me that anchovy pineapple pizza. I will eat it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the pineapple debate is huge right now. I'm into it. You, I in, love pineapple on a pizza. That seemed would seem to me to be uh the very yeah. the, the flavors yeah. uh, argument that you make.
0: Exactly. It's a, it's a it's a flavor nuancing thing because it has that it has that tartness, it has it has the acid, it has the sweetness um and then like balancing out with the the saltiness of a pizza and everything is like and then you got it's like you throw in a spicy element in there also <laughs> and something a little sour. Oh man, that's great. Come on. It's like that's just giving you more fucking flavors to play with. Why would you discount pineapple? Give pineapple a chance. (laughs) Uh,
1: Excellent, excellent uh, (laughs) advertisement from the pineapple industry. Uh, So obviously you grew up uh, appreciating lots of different food, appreciating it being well-made. Did you have an epiphany as you got to being an adult where you were like, oh, I want to really make this a part of my life? Or is it just sort of, uh, it just happens that you've always been an adventurous eater, so you are an adventurous cooking person or mm-hmm. was there like a hey wait a minute i'm gonna be a food person
0: it kind of evolved naturally in okay. in, in very strange ways like uh uh i i'm like i i, I have not always been like hardcore food centric and stuff like I've, I've got a lot of different interests i'm, yeah. I'm a scattered person <laughs> but um very busy but you always come back to food because you know we all fucking eat yeah And so it's it's easy to always come back to food as a touchstone. It's an easy
1: obsession to return to. Um,
0: Exactly. Like uh, I remember in high school, um, I was in a speech class. (laughs) We had had to do a speech to demonstrate. Right. And uh, I was we had two weeks to like research and figure out what we want. And I was, like, hanging out talking to my friends during those research classes. I was doing fucking nothing. And finally, like, it came the day, like, we needed to tell the teacher what and, like, declare what we were going to give our speech on. like, fuck, I got to make something up. Um, um, okay. Speech to demonstrate, speech to demonstrate, demonstrate. I got to demonstrate something. I'll cook something. I'll cook something. Can't cook anything because I won't have heat (laughs) because we're going to be in a classroom. Um, so it would have to be something that I don't actually have to cook, cook, because I can assemble, um guacamole. Sure. Okay. So how am I going to present this as a research and, and like an actual project? I will do, uh, test groups and I will test different, uh, combinations of seasonings in different groupings of guacamole and everything and, and test them on my mom and my sister and have them taste test them and see which ones taste, which combinations of, uh, seasonings and stuff taste better. Great. I pitched that to my teacher. She's like, cool, do that. I don't know how I just got away with that but okay. <laughs> um and uh yeah and it's like I I I made guacamole I even uh, uh fried up some uh chips by myself and, and everything. You brought so, it to class or Yeah, you, I brought you... it to class and everything. I made guacamole in class and everything served out to class. Got Teacher loved it, class loved it. It was great. <laughs> and, and and that was when I uh was able to convert my sister on avocados and uh, convince her that um, no, it wasn't that she didn't like avocados. It was just that they needed, say it again, flavor.
1: <laughs> so your superior guacamole turned the exactly, avocado uh, exactly. around for her. Yeah. Uh, you got a good grade. That's awesome. Uh, would you say that was high school? That was high school. That okay. was high
0: school. And then in college, I did a lot of playing around with like shitty boxed uh, mixes because, um, broke college student. Yeah. Like your resources are limited. Um, and and I so I would like mess around with the the super like low endy type of things. Um, I, I the the jiffy um, jiffy muffin cake mix type okay, things yeah. for, that you could get like ten for ten for ten dollars. Yeah, um, yeah. I would play around with those. I would add like make my own streusel to add to those to make <laughs> it like kind of a proper coffee cake.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, type of thing. My roommates always really like that. Uh, Made terrible bacon sandwiches, but they were delicious. It was mayo, bacon, and then um, dried minced onion. Okay, so the major ec- that was the ac- the the little twist on
1: that <laughs> the um, drunk touch exactly. Yeah. You
0: add you sprinkle the the dried minced onion so onto there.
1: Terrible in terms of uh, oh, killing awful, you, awful, uh, awful for you, delicious. not
0: not healthy in any way, but fucking delicious because <laughs> it was like salty, fatty awesomeness and everything. So it was like, wow, yeah, of course, that's gonna be delicious.
1: So this has never left you the desire to experiment and try to make things taste as best as they can and truly no. really just kind of having an excitement about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you consider yourself a foodie? How do you feel about that term? I,
0: I am not opposed to that term. I think that I think that there are a lot of people who are weird about it. Um, and <laughs> I was like, uh, I think it's similar to how we were talking about podcasters. Yeah. Like, I'm a podcaster. I'm a foodie. I was like, I feel a little weird about me. like, I'm a foodie. But it's like... What am I not a fucking foodie? Yes, I'm a foodie. Of yeah. course, I am. Um, but be- because it feels like it feels like a weird thing to declare that you're into because everybody eats food.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so uh, it's, it's like it's like saying I'm really into breathing. Um, right. <laughs> I'm a watery. I, I, I drink a lot of water. I'm just <laughs> I'm a kind of a water connoisseur. Yeah, it, it feels like a weird thing to declare yourself yeah. to be into, but. Sure. Yes. I'm I'm a foodie.
1: Like for you, it it feels entirely accurate because you need a way to express like, uh, I like food. I have preferences, Mm -hmm. but there's been parts of my life where like I will have a frozen pizza every day and I'm fine with that. I would not call myself a foodie because I'm not experimenting and curious the way you are.
0: I also really like frozen pizzas. (laughs) That's the other thing. I'm like, I got that high, low uh, taste bud thing going on. It's like, as long as the flavor is good, uh, I I will probably enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because there's plenty of very good, very yummy frozen pizza. Yeah.
1: Well, do you think the term foodie is uh, gets associated with being snobby? Yes. Because you're coming at it from a like, hey – Either this is what I have or this is what I mm-hmm. want. Uh, frozen yeah. pizza is comfort food, but oh, what if I put some artichoke on there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and other people would be like, frozen pizza is a, it's a disc. Oh, right. It's a frozen weapon to hurt wow. another person. Okay. It's not exactly.
0: It's like, you need to get your, your like, true pizzas uh, baked <laughs> in a 800 degree oven. <laughs> First and flight
2: from to Italy. From a, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Get your d- flour flown in from Italy and stuff like that. And it's like, I... I feel like there are those people, and um, those people are assholes. <laughs> and um, and it's like there's there's no need to yuck someone else's yum. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. And it's like it's like, man, if it makes someone happy, then cool. Right. Like, oh man, like good for you. Yeah. Uh, There's 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 so much shitty and angsty out there. Like (laughs) if you found something that makes you happy, amazing. Um have that joy. Yeah. But um yeah, I I can find joy in a lot of different kinds of food. Yeah. Um I can find joy in 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 a crap in in like a good frozen pizza is like a crappy frozen pizza. I'll eat a frozen, crappy frozen pizza, but I can find joy in like a really good frozen pizza. Okay, nostalgia. since we're
1: on the topic, yeah. what is good and crappy frozen pizzas to you? Because I'm very curious.
0: And I was like, I'm thinking if we're talking crappy frozen pizza, it's like okay, you got your your y type of things. <laughs> Maybe like, you're gonna say tombstone I was gonna say, first. I I do love a tombstone. <laughs> I, that's the thing. Like I've got like a a, a kind of mental nostalgia, like akin yeah. akin to like remember in uh I don't know. Did you go to public school? Yes. The the the, the little rectangular frozen yes. pizza things and it's like they, they tasted really nothing like an actual pizza <laughs> and they look like a pop tart from the bottom yeah. and stuff like that um I, it's not good in, in any no. way but it's like there's there's a mental nostalgia thing that makes you go oh yeah okay right simpler time i remember that it still makes me kind of happy um but uh like if uh, like a good first I like a DiGiorno's man in terms okay. of frozen pizza. I like a DiGiorno's.
1: <laughs> it's very cru- different texture. Their crust is great. <laughs> I love it a DiGiorno's. Is very, very, very salty. It's
0: so salty. <laughs> like I wake up the next day and my face looks like 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 a Kleenex that has been wadded up in like a hoodie in the back of my closet <laughs> for like four months. It's like the lines from like just leaving. Goes, oh god, yeah. yeah. It's it's so salty. But so delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, We
1: took a little break from frozen pizzas just I, because uh, my my wife is kindly cooking a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had a ritual for a while where we had a show every week. And mm. uh, it was a, a fun thing to have a frozen pizza. Yeah. And we came home on Monday night after the show. And then we took a little break for, like, a couple months. And then when I came back, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I can, I taste the chemicals. Man, and, I uh, know, right? salt, but yet, oh, salt. Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. It, it was a good... Uh, Exercise. No,
0: I totally get that. Because, like, there was a stretch of time when I was having those all oh, the damn time. And I think the self-rising crust. Uh, my, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, had a few years off from them. Then came back to me and was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's so salty. Yeah,
1: it's a different experience. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. And also, like, the older you get, the more it's like, everything affects me now.
1: Right. You can just kind of oh, sense it. Like- and he's
0: like, well, this is going to be a problem tomorrow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yes, I understand that the things I put in my body are not exactly. real, and I guess I can feel the difference when I eat real things. Oh yeah. Uh, for you, when you're cooking now, yeah. where is the the most joy? Is it the creativity? Is it the process? Is it the actual eating of the thing? Mm-hmm. Where's the joy for you?
0: Um, I I part of it is the creativity, and, and is like tweaking a thing to make it taste like. Exactly the way like kind of that like makes your brain light up type yeah. of thing. Like uh I, I just uh I was playing around with this cookie recipe over the last month. I've made it a couple times. I'm probably gonna make it a few more times before the end of the year. They're these uh pumpkin cookies. And because most pumpkin cookies out there, they're kind of they're more cake like cookies. They're yeah. they're they're yeah. Like they're like one sided whoopie pies. Yeah,
1: they're was- like a doughy mound. Right? Exactly.
0: And stuff. And I'm like, but I want like I want it to be like a cookie, like a chewy, kind of crispy type. I want a cookie texture, but I want pumpkin flavor. So I was poking around recipes online. And I found one that looked like it was a a good kind of fit for what I yeah. was looking at. Um and and it was like a pumpkin and toffee chip. Uh wow. I'm like I love toffee, so I was like, hell yes, let's do this. I go to Ralph's. I can't find any fucking toffee chips. Heath bar. What the hell? Like the 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 Heath chips are were not there. Okay. I'm like fuck. Um, but I saw butterscotch chips, and I'm like, I bet you anything that would taste real good with pumpkin as well. I was right. <laughs> um, so so I tweaked this recipe. I I kind of I um, I I messed with it. I up the salt because I I I aggressively salt my desserts. Like
1: okay because this is your mantra. It's, I in exactly.
0: Cooking. I like it just like I I w- I will I will futs with the uh the salt content of a dessert to find that optimal point where like the the sweetness feels completely supported Yeah. but not overpowered. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it's like a little stage for the sugar to perform exact, on.
0: Exactly. Because like, you know how you'll be eating something and you, you take your first bite and you're like, Oh, that's so good and then a few baits in, you're like, Well, oh, I don't think I really need any more of this. Like when you get a stack of pancakes. Yeah. And you're ha- you have a few bites and you're like oh, man, it's... You're halfway through a stack of pancakes. Yeah. And you're like, I think I'm good. All man. you can eat for almost everyone Exa- is three. Yeah. Exactly. That's 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 the amount of that's why IHOP does not go out of business when they have their free pancake <laughs> days because people have <laughs> natural limits. Yeah. Um but uh I I I the thing with the, the proper flavor balancing is like by cre- giving a good amount of like balance and nuance and stuff, you make it so that people can just kind of keep going. Okay. And you're like you're, you don't hit that point where you're like that was too much, it's too sweet. I think I'm good. It's like you you hit that point. You're like, it's so good, and I'm so full, but I can't stop. And yeah, yeah, that's that's where I like to live. You that's want
1: people it. to power eat your pumpkin cookies? Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> I want things like I don't know why I can't stop, but I my mouth just wants more of this.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you obviously yeah. take a huge amount of pride in in making these uh, discoveries and finding these yes. solutions. But when yeah. you make a batch of pumpkin cookies mm-hmm. and you're just eating them, mm-hmm. what kind of what are you experiencing when you're eating your own recipe that you that you knocked it out of the park?
0: Uh, it's like I I love to share food with other people. Like a lot of times, I'll be making things for like large groups, events, type okay. of stuff like that. Um, but man, if I if I if I make something kind of for myself, my for myself, just kind of messing around, like oh am throwing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, um, it feels like something cool I just did for me. Okay. It it it, it feel it feels like, huh? Point for Dana. <laughs> Score, Dana. So, like, way, you, to, way to go.
1: There's like the normal enjoyment that yeah. you have of like this cookie tastes good, but yeah, it exactly. is a little, a little empowerment boost.
0: Exactly, exactly. Like, I fucking nailed that. <laughs> well done. I cracked that. That's awesome. Like, Made that cookie my bitch. Um, but, but also, like, it also feels like it has a personal stamp on it. Yeah, it is like, like, yes, I, I, I formed the, I, I created the flavor. I crafted the flavor profile of that cookie. Um, or whatever it is right and um and it's like like uh I it's like it's representative of the things I like to taste and that's what I want to create more of in the
1: world okay so you are looking at it truly from an artistic perspective Yes. like it has to come from from a uh unique and specific uh perspective yeah, in order I, to, to feel to taste different and interesting
0: yeah and I i, I like to I, I i like to experiment things and it's kind of um Make it fun. Keep it fun and keep it fun for your taste buds. Yeah. Um, I have this pie um, that I created which is also a very big point of pride for myself. Yeah. Um, I love this pie. It's a, it's a pinoffy pie. So it's a, uh, which is a spin on a, uh, a binoffy pie is a traditional British dessert. It's a banana sticky toffee pie. Okay. And in it is like a uh, digestive biscuit which is kind of like a milder version of a graham cracker yeah. type of cookie. Uh, crushed crust and then a layer of uh, sticky toffee, and then a layer of sliced bananas, and then a layer of whipped cream. Okay. Uh, usually sweet, and it's like I I first tasted it, and I was like, I really like it, and I I love a layered pie, and I like a cream topped pie, but um, it all felt very mild sweet on mild sweet on mild sweet. Yeah. Nothing about it really popped. But I really like the textures and the the differences there, and the stickiness of the toffee and the coolness of the cream. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I'm like, there's something there, and this isn't it. This isn't quite <laughs> like it's not it's not making the most of it. So I um I made my own version with pineapple instead. Oh wow. Um, instead of the banana, and so I in uh, I still do the uh, digestive biscuit crust, but I also toast up walnuts and grind them in with the uh, the cookie crust and it gives a little extra um, kind of a kind of a, a, a that dark roasty note yeah to to and then also a little bit of the extra nutty fat of the walnuts to the crust okay and then the sticky toffee I kind of uh, goose the flavor on that I add uh, molasses to it. So it gives that that kind oh, of burnt, yeah. burnt sugar flavor to it. Lends that to it. I I uh, and then so lay that down. Um, sprinkle a layer of sea salt over the top of the sticky <laughs> toffee before the next layer goes on. So you've okay. got that. So it's so, embedded. So it's not just embedded. It's like layered in. So it, it kind of comes to you in layers. Okay. Flavor wise. Um. So it doesn't all hit you at once. Yeah. And then the um, the pineapple. I take a whole pineapple. Core it. Chop it. And chop it down. And I Cook it down with um, butter and sugar, but, butter, brown sugar, dark spiced rum <laughs> until it's like dark brown and caramelized. Lay that on top and then do an uh, unsweetened whipped cream with uh, cinnamon mixed in. So because like by that point, it's like it's so, it's so much sweet stuff you want. Yeah. You need like the respite from it. But you, you still need that cool creaminess to kind of cut through the, the intense yeah. flavors. You want that kind of neutral on there and everything it's really damn good it sounds amazing it's so good and
1: you're very good at talking about it and just using <laughs> the right words or sort of like uh yeah yeah i want uh yes i want uh, that, I, I this, like the, that i would like a that please i would like a toffee i would like to eat a whole pineapple right now thank <laughs> exactly. you very much so the way i mean you're a very energetic person mm-hmm. and the way you're talking about it is very uh energetic and yeah. like these ideas are coming to you in the moment of like mm-hmm. oh but wait but this but this. yeah what is the actual process when you are alone in your kitchen? Are you just like whirling and spinning, or is it is it ever tedious, or is it always this level of fun and adventure of grab this, grab that, put it together?
0: It's definitely not because like it's like if you if you exist to like always at that level, then it's like it just kind of feels frenetic um uh, in the in the kitchen, and it's like. Frenetic in the kitchen sucks. You need to you need the 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 that kind of brainstorming beforehand. Yeah. And he's like, how about and I was like, okay, some of this, some of this. Unless it's like I do like if I if I'm like making dinner for myself, having a, what do we got? Oh, no, <laughs> what's in the fridge? Time Put for a that. montage. Slash, yeah. Exactly. Maybe this, sure, that, kind of thing. Um, but if I'm uh trying to like really do a thing, it's like, I'll sit down with the recipe and I'll kind of such a nerdy thing. who's like, I uh, will be brain tasting it. Just kind of. <laughs> is
1: that is this that a is general my mind. term? <laughs> huh? or is that is that a general food term? Or is I don't that know a thing that. that I don't
0: know if it is, but uh, that's, like, awesome. that's it's the best way I can find to describe it. He's like, you kind of brain taste. He's like, all right. So this tastes like this, and if I combine this with this, how does that like from my extrapolating from my knowledge of how things taste? <laughs> how do I think those things would taste together? Okay, yeah, actually. Uh, okay that would actually work and so if if I look at a list of ingredients for a new recipe and uh I'll kind of look at it and go okay I kind of feel like with uh the amounts uh I the proportions here I would kind of like this element to pop a little more yeah in general so I'm going to increase that um anytime it's a it's a recipe where you can taste as you're going yeah it it's it's such a gift because it's like you don't have to be just guessing but it's like when you're dealing with things it's like i probably shouldn't be eating that raw ingredient or that that's not going to really give me a good representation yeah. of how it is and raw chicken um but um uh i i i definitely am not above uh tasting my raw cookie dough because <laughs> hey raw cookie dough is goddamn delicious um but uh I, I, it's like I will taste the raw cookie dough beforehand, and if it is not salty enough, I will work some goddamn salt <laughs> into there because um, because I know that it'll like the cookies will not come out the way I want them to yeah. if it is not a certain level of, of uh, salt in the yeah. cookie dough.
1: So this is a weird question, yes. But we've talked about flavor balance a yes. lot. Uh, I totally understand the argument of putting more salt on more sugary things. Yes. The I, I I like to think about taste from an emotional perspective. Yes, sugar is. Cloying mm-hmm. and makes, to me, my my association goes to feeling maybe manipulated or lied to. Okay. Is this uh, focus on always salting the sugar? Is, uh-huh. Does it have any sort of deeper, like, you, you don't like just sugar, be- not only because it is bad tasting, but because there is some sort of emotional it, element of how that taste makes you feel?
0: Like it feels patronizing? Yes. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, it also feels oversimplistic. Yeah, and um, it feels like the person isn't even trying.
1: <laughs> okay, it,
0: it it feels like a lack of effort. Yeah, uh, uh, and uh, uh, like like uh, as if the person would like didn't taste the food. Yeah. before they sent it out or um.
1: This is like very uncaring and basic of like exactly here we all love cake so I have some cake I have some like, fucking
0: cake I don't, it's yeah. just, you'll <laughs> like, you'll eat it it's sugary um, but no I I keep harping on uh, on salt but um, there are there uh, I am also a very staunch advocate of of uh, uh, acidic type of notes okay uh, incorporated into desserts what's as an well. A,
1: what's an acidic note? What's um, an like? Like, like pineapple?
0: your, your uh, citrus, uh, okay. citrus, uh, citrus vinegar. Um, even, uh, uh, like if you're adding tomatoes to a thing because okay. they have that kind of brightness to yeah. it. And it's like you want to it, like introducing that, that kind of top note.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know if, uh, uh, the, she's a chef, uh, Sameen Nasrat. She has a, she had a Netflix series, uh, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, and okay. she has a book. Um, when those came out, I was like, yes, yes, this is the gospel. This is what I've been talking about. This is exactly the kind of shit I've been talking about. Um, they've been harping to countless boyfriends about the flavor ballads and stuff.
1: But, uh, uh why, why does, Boyfriends in particular, just because you end up because eating they and cooking up, with them,
0: because they end up having to listen to my shit. That's okay. why, <laughs> because the things they start coming out of my mouth, and 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 they would be there, and they're like, I don't okay. <laughs> like, I've I've had more than one ex-boyfriend say to me, "I need you to talk about something other than food for a bit." <laughs> when I really get on a tear, yeah. like that's that's why when you said like obsessed, what are you obsessed with? I'm like fucking food, yeah. Like, what is the thing that somebody has had to ask you to please stop talking about for a while?
1: I will use that from now on because sometimes people are like, I don't know what I'm obsessed with. And I usually say, ask yeah. a, a partner or yeah. a close friend. <laughs> right, and then, yeah. Because it'll always be like, oh, I won't shut up. But I haven't thought about it that way.
0: Exactly. Like, like, what is there anything that anyone has asked you to like, <laughs> maybe can we talk about something else? Can
1: we tone down or change the conversation? Can,
0: maybe can we change the topic yeah. and talk about something else because you've been... Like on a one person monologue about food for the last two hours. So, um,
1: is it so? I understand how people would would be like, Hey, can we change the topic? Yeah, absolutely. Do do people in your life not appreciate the gift of someone who is obsessed? Like, I had a friend who got obsessed with making cocktails, Uh and I was like, This is the best interest for a friend to have ever.
0: Absolutely. No, no, no. I, I, People, uh, people who don't have to hear me talk about it every goddamn day, um, <laughs> are very into it. They, they deeply appreciate it. It's, it's just kind of a proximity thing. It's like, ah. it's like, it's like the blunt force trauma yes. of it is <laughs> <It's> a bit <laughs> much, apparently. Um, but, uh, no, uh, like I, I had a friend who was, uh, very into making pizzas. Cool. Like making his own pizzas and loved it and loved making them for people, would invite people over and be like, He's just going to be posted up in the kitchen making pizzas. Every once in a while, he'll pop out and be talk joining the conversation. Yeah. But for the most part, he just needed people to come over and eat the pizzas because <laughs> he wanted to be making the goddamn pizzas. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. I get that. And it's like, I um, I I I am a theater person. I work with a lot of different theater companies in town. And one of the theater companies I work with, um, I I help to run events over there. We'll have like opening night parties cool. and things like that. Which kind of gives me a fun little excuse yeah. to bust out some fun new recipes <laughs> and try them out on a big group. And, uh, and that's a blast. And that it, it's also, it's like, you also love that little ego boost. You get the people who are like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Lord yeah. it, and he's like, yeah, I know. I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> but, um, it, it, I, I get kind of challenges lobbed at me because we try to theme them after the show. right? And so it's like, okay, here's the theme. What can we do to fit within this theme? Okay, I can maybe do this. Um, we had a, uh, show over at Sacred Fools Theater called Tangerine Sunset, and I'm like, Tangerine, all right. So I was making cupcakes, and they're kind of a, uh, yeah, did uh, the orangey cupcake type of thing. I I uh, and with a um, uh, orange zest buttercream. Oh man, on top, um. And and uh, I don't know, man. I kind of hit the sweet spot on that flavor, <laughs> and, and they turned out really good. Um, and so I was very proud of those. Yeah,
1: that sounds amazing. But,
0: uh, yeah, exactly. But it was like I hadn't, I hadn't done, I hadn't played around much with orange flavor, and that's kind of tricky because not only is it sweet and acidic, depending on the different oranges, because like different kinds of oranges have such wildly different flavors and different sweetness uh, levels, but also you've also got the um, the orange zest. Which is a very um, bitter kind of note, yeah. bitter and acidic, but it's so powerful, and you can go overboard so easily with it. And it's like you can it's like, well, that is way too goddamn much orange zest in there. That's like there, It's hard to come back from that. So yeah. uh, it's playing, playing with zest, playing with citrus zest is a uh, is a bit of a dangerous thing. Um, playing with mouth fire. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. But um uh, but it packs such a punch. And and it adds uh that uh fun extra yeah. note to it. It's like if you're if you're making cup, cupcakes are a thing that can go flat sweet so easily. Oh yes. Um and so that's why I liked having the orangey notes in there, because you get that acidic yeah. uh kind of nuance in there as well, and the little bit of bitterness with the zest.
1: Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. So when you're making things like for like a, a theater that mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, food has all sorts of emotional connotations yeah. we talked about, like comfort, even when you're like, yes. hey, my body recognizes tombstone has nothing to do with reality, <laughs> but it makes me so comfortable exactly. and happy. Yeah. Do you, do you think food can access other uh, emotions than the, the ones that we normally talk about? Like we talk about Ooh. like comfort yeah. and joy and maybe like even like a sense of uh, satisfaction or adventure. Mm-hmm. Could you make something that's still a pleasurable experience, but like... Mmm, this tastes like anger.
0: Oh. I feel like, I feel like,
2: mmm.
1: Or is that just not a pleasurable experience when you eat? Like, there are other things that we do that are cathartic to be like, I'm Uh playing a video game and I am releasing anger and it's still a pleasurable experience.
0: I get that. I I feel like you could do something that, like, represented it, but I don't know that, I don't know that you would want to make something that, (laughs) like, that anyone targets it to be like, like... I am in looking to incite anger in my food. I feel like you just make something that kind of like tastes like aggressive and doesn't taste good and is too spicy and yeah. it was, like blows out your taste buds and you're like, well, no, I can't taste anything. That, yeah. that's to me <laughs> <laughs> anger. It's, it's not salted. It's just spicy. I can't taste anything. And now it's like, uh,
1: it would. Uh. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. I'm probably dumb <laughs> to bring it up, but like, no,
0: if you were no, making,
1: if you're making food for, um, uh a play that was like yeah a real down i'm totally spacing the name of the the play a uh, famous play that two uh, an older couple of fights for most of the play
0: oh uh uh who's afraid of virginia yes, wolf yes exactly
1: who like if some if they were like could you make something that tastes like the fights in who's afraid of virginia wolf would yeah it's like, called yeah. a bottle of vodka <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no uh, i was going to say okay so if they're going uh who's afraid of virginia wolf i would probably do um Foods that were very kind of, um, uh, that's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's like the 50s or 60s or something. Yeah. It's at, so I'd kind of go retro, like old, old school, like canapes type okay. of thing. like. Did, I was going to say, but yeah, like, <laughs> but like a lot of booze. And it was like, um, and then, uh, oh man, now I'm th- trying to think of, because uh, a friend of mine was in a production of that show uh, a bunch of years back. So I, I definitely have seen... Uh, like a stage version of it, yeah. not just not just the uh, the very famous movie, but um, but yeah, I I. I I, I love a theme. I love to play on a theme, <laughs> and so I would definitely like I I would I would I don't shy away from any theme. But if it, if it was something angry, I, I think I'd throw extra extra heat in yeah. there, ec- like the 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 spicy bitter notes. Yeah, like unexpected spicy bitter notes.
1: That sounds really fun. Right? Like that to do on a regular basis. Yeah. Like friends are coming over, so here's my angry boozy here's, canapes. Here's
0: my like experimental. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I've just seen. as
1: say like, hey, can we uh, can we get some ennui muffins too? Like to if, if it's just like that one oh, time. I was
0: gonna say ennui muffin I, I an ennui muffin I think would be very, very um very mellow, like a corn muffin. <laughs> like very simple. Um not not too challenging. Yeah. Just kind
1: of, uh. yeah. Maybe just like one spot of frosting. So you have to wait for it—that little pop of joy. Uh, You've mentioned food being a really social thing, yes, and and a lot of great examples of Uh using it. How how do you think food brings people together? Because that's a thing that we say a lot. But what Mm -hmm. is it in your experience? What does that actually mean?
0: Um, For me, it uh, brings people together in a way that, um, like, if I'm if I'm going out for it, then uh, I would rather enjoy food with other people because I, I feel like i i want to i want to talk to other pe- people about what i'm experiencing right i want to talk through the other stuff in my head and share it and be like how are you experiencing this and like what do you have tell me about what you are eating and also Eat, going out to dinner with a bunch of other people means you can share items and stuff. And, um, I, I'm in a burger club. What? Oh, yeah. That's oh, awesome. I'm, I'm in a burger club. We're called Team Burger. We're very cool. Um, <laughs> we've, we've been together for uh, over five years now. <laughs> five years of burgers. But
1: do you go to restaurants or do you go to one yeah. another's homes? No,
0: we go to we go to restaurants and stuff. There are so many great burgers around Los Angeles.
1: Yeah.
0: Um And it was like for for every for everyone that like we new place that we hit five new places spring up and and it's just a a A glut of uh, of riches uh, in the burger market. Are these people that you
1: see? uh, Do you socialize with Team Burger outside of Burger, or are they Burger only friends? No,
0: no. These are uh, they're they're uh, fellow fellow theater people. Okay, and and so we all kind of we met each other through theater stuff, and then uh, we had a common burger love. Yeah, and so we (laughs) uh, we joined forces, and and uh, once a month for the last five years, we've gone out for burger night. We've got our next one uh, next week.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So the, that's a great example of like building community over yes. time focused on a specific event.
0: Exactly. But the
1: first part of what you're saying yeah. was really great to me in terms of I think sometimes people people have a hard time chatting sometimes because I think we are a little into our world. Yeah. And, and social media allows that even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a big fan of social media. I'm not criticizing it. Right. But like... When, I think it's partially because I've been doing the podcast for a long time, so I think about conversations. Right. So, like, when you're in a group of, like, four or five people, mm-hmm. you all like each other. Yeah. But you're all kind of in your own little bubble world that you've been in uh-huh. all day, and you're trying to find that third thing that is not, how are you, how are you, to talk about.
0: Exactly. And that's
1: such a great idea to just say, like... Have it Let's, be food. Yeah. We're all experiencing the same thing right now. It's so a common this ground. this is what we can be engaging exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's very much... It's the perfect icebreaker. Yeah. I, I feel like that's why, like, one of the reasons that people uh, go on dates to restaurants, because it's like, it gives them, A, something else to do, well and, like, forces them to sit across the table <laughs> from another yeah. person, but also gives them something else to be doing, and then something else to be talking about. And it's like, we have a common ground, and it's yes. this it's this food <laughs> here sitting between it's us.
1: this turkey loaf. Exactly. Yes. I don't know why I think people go on dates for turkey loaf. I've been married for a very long time. Uh, <laughs>
0: now I'm trying to think. I'm like, where would I even go for turkey loaf? Actually, Hugo's makes a very good turkey meatloaf. Oh, okay, good. Uh, so.
1: <laughs> You've got. A rec- I might ask you for some recommendations. Oh,
0: I got them. <laughs>
1: uh, speaking of recommendations, what is the perfect food to eat while listening to a podcast?
0: Ooh, um, let's see. I, and you see, I'm a multitasker. Okay, I am very much a listen to podcasts while I'm uh, driving. Yeah, uh, or like getting shit done in my apartment. Okay. Um, it's usually driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that frequently getting shit done in my apartment. <laughs> um, pro- now I, that's that's another thing. A lot of people get real are very into. Why are people so into murder podcasts?
1: <laughs> uh, I've heard many theories.
0: What like. That that's a thing I'm not, i have not I I don't I I have never You're, gotten into yeah not into the murder podcasts uh, man
1: yeah I, I, or the
0: murder TV shows my boss my boss loves the Dateline and all the like yeah. I shouldn't be alive kind of uh <laughs> like kind of true true life true crime tr- yeah uh, uh, like. Ah. I can't get into that man I'm anxious enough I, I, don't, I don't need it's like so this happened to these people ah
1: yeah I think there are people who need to and want to uh, play with the darkness think about uh-huh. the darkness you know a lot of people have talked about like will it's say it is a way to advocate that violence is happening mm-hmm. more toward women and mm-hmm. if you focus on it then you that, that fact can't be denied and it can be kind of yeah processed and all Double that So you know. yeah, i yeah I've heard lots of uh, uh, different things but I totally understand like, sometimes I'm the but same way of, like, with goes. people are like, you got to watch Chernobyl. I'm like, nope. I really, really uh, you know, oh, I remember I, being I, I, terrified I of nuclear disaster. I'm, I'm good today.
0: Right? Like, I'm like, yeah, I did. I didn't watch Chernobyl because I was like, there's never a point at which you sit down and you're like, you know what? I'm in the mood to watch. <laughs> I'm in the mood to watch a nuclear disaster <laughs> play out on my television for Slowly my entertainment. And painfully.
1: I'm sure it's great and I'll probably I'm, watch it eventually, but I'm with exa- you like the, you, there are times where you don't yeah. need the I my body is producing cool. fear. I don't need to watch it. I got movie. that. Yeah. 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 Uh so you don't listen to murder podcasts. I
0: don't listen to murder poca- podcasts. Um uh let's see. If I, if I was going to listen to a podcast while eating, I would probably um uh go for a um uh, improvisational comedy podcast like, like Spontanean Nation. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Great podcast. I, I lo- love that. Love that. So it was probably, probably something funny.
1: Okay. Yeah. And what would you make to go with Spontanean Nation?
0: Oh, well, I feel like if it's an improv podcast, I got to be winging it, right?
1: That's <laughs> right.
0: that's keeping it loose. That's keeping right. it light and everything. So it's like, that's a, okay, what's in the fridge? What's in the pantry? What can we put together? Okay, uh, Probably probably riff on a pasta type of thing and and uh, do do kind of pantry <laughs> pasta. It's like, what do I got? I got some anchovies. I got some sun-dried tomatoes. I got some Calabrian chilies. I got some uh, random veggie that's been sitting around and really needs to get used yeah. in my fridge type of thing. I, I yeah.
1: riff on... A- Pasta is a great answer for almost any question.
0: Exactly, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. Okay. Uh, these are questions I ask everybody on yes. all the episodes. Do you think about food every day? Yes. In, that's obviously... Because like, you have to. Because you have because to. we um, <laughs> Do you think about it, though, in this sort of... Um, uh, I'm, uh, higher level or more intense level, mm-hmm. because some people are just like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't care. I'll have a burger. I'll have whatever. I Man. just want to get through my day. It's not a focus. Yeah. It's sustenance. Yes. Uh, but for you, it's it's a part of your life. It's a part of your soul.
0: It and, and it's like it's a it's a it's a thing that I genuinely enjoy. And it's like even if it's like. Every single day I have a bowl of fruit and yogurt and nut butter. Yeah. It's it's probably the most consistent thing in my life over the last <laughs> several years. Um, when I don't have it, I am sad. And when I sometimes I will have that twice a day.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. It
0: just makes me happy. Just like yogurt and fruit.
2: It's
1: the and, opposite and, of Chernobyl. Yeah, exactly.
0: And 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 nut butter. And it's like great and so even even if it's something simple it still is gonna gonna light up a yeah. brain and stuff do you think about out.
1: food in terms of the experimenting and the theory and all of the kind of uh the making of it every day or other days we're just like i eat my food yeah. and i go about my day but i don't really think about it in that way
0: There are definitely some days where it's like okay i was like i've got my stuff here it's like now i'm gonna put a thing in my mouth and i'm gonna go <laughs> and i gotta keep moving gotta keep moving so. okay but um uh uh, it's it's generally stuff that I've kind of thought out ahead of time. And it's like, okay, I have these things. I I know I'm not going to be able to think about stuff the uh, on this day. So yeah. I'm going to set myself up and have these things. And it's like, I know I like those. Okay, so just have those on hand.
1: Am, am I remembering correctly that at some of the rehearsals, like during the day for the Mm -hmm. show we did together, that that you had a selection of Tupperware?
0: Oh, yes. (laughs) I was definitely rolling up in little containers of my snacks and everything. Um, uh, Yeah, man. uh, uh, Got got my little tub of, like, fruit and cheese and nuts and everything. I'm a very happy person. That's I got my grapes. I got my string cheese. I got my cashews. I'm down. (laughs) You're sad. Exactly.
1: Uh, When people walk into your home, can they immediately tell you're obsessed with food?
0: Um yes uh like there's a there's a painting of a burger
1: a painting
0: and a painting of a donut
1: a painting of a burger and a donut yes Uh, also
0: done done by previous ex-boyfriends um uh and then like in if, if you walk into my living room you're like you if you clock those and it's like huh um if you walk into my kitchen it's like wow okay this is a this is a lot going on in here um just because uh my my I have an explosion i need I have a shelf in my kitchen that I've been needing to get up onto the wall, okay, and I have a whole lot of spices that are just waiting to go up onto this shelf, okay, and they are crowding my little like uh prep surface okay uh, countertop and and uh and I haven't hung the shelf because. I cannot find the stud in the wall to save my (laughs) fucking life.
1: I understand.
0: And I have like, I have a specific friend that I keep intending to reach out to because he's really good at like, he he, he, like builds houses and shit. Okay, so he can find a stud. Exactly. But I'm like, I I hate asking people for help. Yeah. And so, so the, it's like, I really want to do it myself. And I like bought a stud finder. I was like, I'm going to do this myself. And, and it's like finding like it's like a weird L shape I and mean, it's like this is not this is not working this is not there's something weird in the yes. construction of these is walls this and this is not
1: stud shaped like FU like it, we've exactly. had this experience oh, too God, like it, Um, Yeah, they play with you. They mess with you. I'm going to take a painting of a burger and a donut in the living room as (laughs) evidence. Yes. Uh, Are they, what kind of paintings are they? Are they uh, cubist (laughs) donuts? Uh, They're they're, Uh,
0: they're kind of um, uh, 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 gently haphazard um, uh, artistic renderings of uh, an expert looking. Donuts, but it's sweet and and well intended. Okay, nice, nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you could eat one meal at a fine restaurant every day, Ugh. would you do it? Oh my god! So we've talked a lot about your exploration as a chef. Uh, if
0: I could, fuck yes, I'd do it. <laughs> um, but I would, I would just be like, I would, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. If I, if I knew I was going every day, like I wouldn't go ham, but I would get real. I would get uh, exploratory about it. I'd, okay. I'd try little things here and there that maybe I wouldn't have uh, tried initially. Okay. Um, and.
1: But you enjoy that experience yes. as much as you... I mean, you, you talked about Team Burger, uh-huh. uh, but you enjoy the experience of going in and seeing other people's sort of surprising concoctions. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Love that stuff. Nice. Is there any kind of food merch you want to own? Because merch is a way a lot <laughs> of us express various obsessions, that do you want, like... <laughs> Here's a little statue of an egg with the face, uh, or um, any other kind of food merch.
0: Yeah, that's. I have a lot of that, <laughs> Joseph. Oh, you I have, do. I have so much. That's awesome. I have. I have bookends that look like a donut. I have. Um, <laughs> I have a lot. Of, I have so much jewelry that looks like food. I have really? plenty of T-shirts with food stuff on them. Um, for my birthday was a few weeks ago. Uh, one of the best gifts I got was a pair of croissant earrings. (laughs) Those are perfect (laughs) earrings. Exactly. I know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of, I have a lot of food merch.
1: Is there anything you don't want? Do you have clothing?
0: I have clothing. Um, I... Is there anything I don't want? That
1: yeah, I wouldn't like. Do you want uh, burgers on your shower curtain, or is that like no? I feel that's like that's. Not...
0: I I don't need burgers on my shower curtain because I got burgers on my soul. Okay. And so because <laughs> I I'm also trying to keep it classy up in there, right? And everything. so so it's it's a balance. It's a it's a fine balance. You gotta have the the food merch like as accents, right? And not the main event.
1: Do you like food? M- Merch, uh, uh, bookends, earrings, all that. Do you yeah. like it more when it has a face or when it's just the actual food?
0: Um, just the actual food.
1: Okay, you're not stuff. big at. I I, the I do
0: I do like the the kawaii with the the, fa- the face yeah, on the and yeah. stuff uh, here and there, but I prefer without.
1: Okay, okay, good to know. Would you get a food inspired tattoo? <laughs> yes. Okay, do it's you- it's
0: shocking that I don't already have
1: one. <laughs> Are you a tattoo person? Do you have them already? I or- have
0: one tattoo, and, and it's like the only reason I don't have more is partly because I'm um. A, uh, cheap and indecisive
1: okay <laughs> those are two very good reasons
0: um, I, I, I've i had a uh, plan for a, a, a set of tattoos to do um, like place settings on my wrists it was like the small fork wow. big fork uh, knife and spoon
1: wow In, in on but, spread out on both wrists yeah
0: exactly Have, yeah it was like, like the, the forks on the left and the uh, knife and spoon on the right kind of thing That's... Like, like when you sit down at a table wow <laughs>
1: that's investment uh (laughs) out of all the different things you're Uh interested in because you could get like a spice rack right uh running up your arm but Uh like that especially the way you're you're illustrating Mm -hmm. is like laying a place in front of yourself yeah is that do you gravitate toward that idea because it's about the social aspect as well of like let's sit down to eat let's have an experience
0: i had not thought of that um uh, but i like that (laughs) um I, I think it's just kind of like, I, I like the kind of uh, the, the quirky symmetry of it and everything. Yeah. The, the uh, uh, kind of representation of the things that we see. Yeah. Kind of the norm. It's like, oh, I know that. I know,
1: okay. Yeah, no, it's a great idea yeah. for a tattoo. A tattoo is like a small image that should have a deeper meaning. Yeah. Right. And that that's powerful. Uh, if you got stuck in an elevator, mm-hmm. how long would it take for food to come up in conversation? Oh, man.
0: So it would be it would be really fast it would it would depending depending it would depend a lot on when i had last eaten okay um it would probably come up pretty soon because somebody somebody in the elevator if are, are you saying, if for for the sake of this am i alone in the elevator or are there other other people uh, in yeah, the elevator yeah
1: there there are a total of four people so okay. it's you and three strangers me
0: and three three, three strangers okay um i figure uh, just odds are one of those people is is at some point going to be expressing hunger. Right, if it's not myself, it's going to be one of them, uh, and I will probably have snacks in my bag because that's how I roll. <laughs> and so somebody's going to be like, "Oh my god!" And it's like, "I am hungry. I didn't. I skipped lunch." I'd be like. Do you want a bar? I got, I got a bar. I got, I got almonds. What do you want? I've got, I've got things, because I, I really try very hard to, to have emergency snacks yeah. with me everywhere I go. You Big fan of the RX bars. A good citizen of the world. <laughs> mm, I have definitely military. handed out snacks to randos
2: <laughs> because they needed them.
1: Uh, speaking of randos, if you were at a party and you heard someone saying just like what you thought was a grossly incorrect fact about food, would you engage? Oh. Would you be like, uh, I hear what you're saying, but actually that's not the thing
0: it would depend on what kind of mood i was in okay how much i'd had to drink at this party
1: <laughs> so um, your instinct is to want to jump in and engage
0: yes yes if if if, if feeling unfettered i i would engage
1: if <laughs> feeling unfettered yeah that's great if if i if i
0: was like i don't know that person i don't want to you know what i would rather not get into it and so if i'm if if, if i'm feeling a little like closed off and antisocial then maybe i won't but if, if I'm feeling gregarious, I'll be like, hey!
1: <laughs> Let me tell you about adding salt. Exactly. Yeah. Excellent. If the only way you could ever make your favorite dish again meant having to steal an ingredient from Walmart, would you do it? <laughs>
2: hmm.
0: Thinking. Because I'm conflicted on the stealing, but if it's from Walmart... Like, like, how big is this ingredient? Like, how, how easy is it to smuggle out?
1: It's a little spice. It's
0: a little spice. Yeah. And so you I'm think stea- you
1: could probably get away with it. I'm it's stealing it from Walmart. From Walmart.
0: It's the only way I can get it. Yeah. I can't purchase it?
1: You can't purchase it. Why
0: can't I purchase it?
1: Because of strange cosmic rules. Okay.
0: <laughs> strange cosmic <laughs> rules. Um, yes, but I would find some way to make it up to Walmart.
1: Okay. You would... <laughs> You would have like a take a spice. Exactly. Leave a spice.
0: Because because if we're if we're going strange cosmic rules, then I would try to balance out that cosmic imbalance.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Exactly. Fair enough. Uh, so you obviously I, you- I would
0: steal it, but I would try to like I would like I don't know, maybe a, I don't know, leave something extra. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'm fascinated on the different answers. I had to add Walmart to this question uh, I like the addition of Walmart. Yeah, because then people make make it they're like, Well, there are a lot of a it, layers of moral morals exactly, to this. Yeah. You know, some people are just like, Yes, of course I'd steal it. This is the most important thing in my life. I yeah. have to. And uh-huh. other people are like, I don't steal. Uh yeah. so you're not you're a not stealing person. I'm you're a not
0: stealing person. I'm a, a, a balance like, and fairness, know, fairness person. You know how there are like some people are like oh I went through a shoplifting phase when I was a kid. I never <laughs> had that. I'm like, you want you went through a what? Yeah. He's like, "Yes, I definitely never went through a fucking shoplifting phase." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> yeah.
1: I don't think of that as a, a phase, but Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone is different. Uh, if aliens were visiting Earth okay. and you got picked to greet them, you were the human who is greeting them, mm. would you make them some kind of home-cooked meal to welcome them to Earth?
0: Hell fucking yes I would.
1: <laughs> what would you make the aliens to say, <gasps> "Welcome to Earth?" Oh. Would this be a riff on pasta?
0: Oh, man, I feel like it would have to be something um, – uh, oh, man. I I would feel – I would f- – this is a weird thing to say. I'm like, I feel like I would feel conflicted about whether to serve them meat or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it,
1: it, you're communicating a lot about our culture.
0: It is, right? Right. And it's like, I don't know if that would make us seem barbaric. I don't know what they're like. I don't know if that would feel too aggressive to them. Yeah. Um. So maybe not. I I, I probably wouldn't uh, serve a meat item.
1: You would not invite them to Team Burger immediately. I would not
0: invite them to Team Burger.
1: Okay. Uh, I I would you go vegan or just vegetarian?
0: Um. I I would probably I would probably skew on the vegan side just okay. because. Um. Uh, I I. Uh, yeah, man. It's hard enough cooking for a group <laughs> of people in Southern California. I mean, you're bringing other planets into it. I don't even know if they eat food, but in, like right. in the event that they do, I want to make it as kind of. Um, uh accessible as possible okay but i still want to make it uh very flavorful
1: so what vegan dish says welcome to earth
0: all right uh there are a couple of vegan dishes that i have uh, made for uh thanksgivings when i know that i i, I or potlucks and stuff yeah. when i know that i'm there are going to be vegans in the house and uh and they go over like gangbusters awesome. there's this Awesome. It's a sweet potato dish. It's a, it's, chopped. this is amazing. Oh, I know. We're going full, <laughs> coming full circle back to sweet potatoes. Cause I, this is how one of the ways I learned to love sweet potatoes. So it's a chopped, roasted sweet potatoes. And then you toss it with a, a pistachio vinaigrette and parsley, fresh parsley and stuff. And it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. So Cause you got that, the flavors of the roasty, sweet, kind of soft potatoes and everything. And then you got that tangy, salty, um, uh, but also kind of, Earthy um, uh, nut flavor of yeah. pistachios because it's toasted pistachios, also. And I'm um, like, my mouth is water thinking about <laughs> this dumb dish. Um, but, uh, but also, the very useful thing about that is that um, uh, it's it, it tastes good when it's served at any temperature, it's hot okay. or cold or anything. And um, if we're talking, it Planning, planning for people's arrival time is always difficult. <laughs> if people, if aliens are coming from, from another planet, yeah. you never know when they're gonna. You be never know when. Up. They're, so we, it's yeah. like I can, I can have it ready, right? Or I can have it sitting out and everything, and whatever temperature it's at when they get there. Whenever. Aliens <laughs> have a scoop. <laughs> the aliens show. It's exactly. ready to go. I would probably also make um uh, chocolate chip cookies. Okay, because that's just I feel, just such I feel like, a... like chocolate chip cookies is a is a is a welcome food right
1: that's a comfort in exactly. a home food in a exactly. food that brings a lot of people together right exactly like it's, Absolutely. it's rare when people are yeah. like i don't really like chocolate chip cookies yeah
0: i don't think i'd go vegan on those so I, i'm 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 giving those aliens butter
1: okay I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What kind of noise sums up your love of food? (sighs) (laughs) Is that the the excitement of eating as well as the excitement of figuring out? uh, That's more the exciting
0: uh, uh, excitement of eating and tasting and like oh! oh, oh." (laughs) (laughs) It's a great noise. Is there a
1: different noise for the excitement of your own cooking?
0: Oh, the excitement of my own cooking. Um. I don't even feel like that's a that's a noise I would make. It's almost more of like a like a ringing noise in the back of your head, like kind of like like bells, like you like you got it, like like ding 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 ding. Kind okay, of a,
1: I accept yeah. ding 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 in your own mind is a, is a noise. Yeah. I ask everyone to give a rating to their obsession. So on a scale of one to ten, one being the lowest, ten being the highest, where would you rate your obsession? I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I. I hate to rate myself too highly on anything, man. What,
1: but, uh, just because I, I
0: feel like, like if I, you know, I say I was like my in my instinct is like a nine. And it was like, well, who the fuck are you? You think it's a nine? And I'm like, I don't know. There's so
1: me. some people are worried about be, about that being too obsessed is a bad thing. Everybody brings their own internal judgment to but, a yeah, podcast called yeah, Obsessed. But yeah. you're worried that you were gonna have. Uh, obsession, imposter syndrome. If yes. you go too high, yes, yes. I, I think <laughs> you've said a lot of things that make it seem like it's pretty high. Okay. Uh, this is a question I sometimes ask people yeah. on, on the podcast, uh-huh. uh, and you've you've talked about it in the opposite way. Okay. You've talked about some people that you're dating uh, not mm-hmm. wanting to hear about it, food yes. as much. Would you end a relationship if somebody was just kind of not into food? If they were real basic and they weren't excited about it, didn't want to try different things, would that be a make or break for you on a relationship?
0: It's, it's definitely something. It's like, I think I would definitely pursue it. But if, uh, I, I don't know. It, I, I feel like it would, it would depend on a lot of other things, but it definitely wouldn't help. Yeah. It, it, might, it might kind of be a sign of other further incompatibilities. <laughs> because, just because I right. feel like somebody who's that kind of rigid and closed off doesn't kind of sound like my bag to begin with,
1: right? If they're not gonna have a spirit of adventure, exactly. About like if, potatoes. It's, if
0: if it's if it's a legitimate is like no, I can't eat these kind right. of things. That's something different entirely. Oh, yeah. I get that. That's not so. But I feel like uh, being like no, no, I don't do that. I don't eat that. <laughs> I don't eat like that. I don't. I don't do that kind of stuff. Um, then I feel like that. That's. More indicative of a, a whole other level of closed offness. Okay.
1: and that that see that uh, I think that's wise, yeah. but it also uh, sounds to me like further evidence that your perspectives on food mm-hmm. are really baked into your perspective of people, in yes. and humanity and how you yes. how you approach it, mm-hmm. which I think uh, also uh, would make it that your obsession levels should be pretty high. <laughs>
0: It's, it's pretty high.
1: So would you go nine? Is that that's what you want to say? Would, if you if you remove I, judgment, my
0: instinct is a nine. If I remove judgment, my instinct is a nine.
1: Okay, I think nine is a good number. Okay, this is now the plugging section of the podcast. Oh, so okay. where can people find you on social media if you want to be found?
0: All right, the easiest way to find me is honestly like you can Google my name Dana Duryck D E R U Y C K. I'm the only one. <laughs> so, if you Google me, that's me. Yeah. Um. Uh. You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Dana underscore what, <laughs> because my last name is confusing. Um. And uh. uh I also have a. Uh, I have my food podcast. It's called Foodie Parlor. That's Parlor with an O U R because nice. we're fancy bitches and um it's it's myself and my friend brandy and uh she's a she's a vegan actually okay. and so so we have a lot of conversations that kind of revolve around like relating between uh kind of dif- looking at food from different angles awesome. and stuff and so we we have a good old time she's a total sweetheart um and so so yes foodie parlor we uh release podcasts uh, we actually um I was gonna say I'm like I'm like tomorrow I'm like no nah. <laughs> this is a podcast you have no frame of reference for what tomorrow is come on the um, aliens have landed exactly yeah. uh, we're we're about to uh, we're out about to record our twentieth podcast which nice is, it's like yay exciting little milestone there um so uh but yeah we're taking a break for the holidays we'll be back in the new year and um and then. Um, I'm like, uh, I have a food blog. Uh, it's called One Damn Recipe. Oh, nice! Uh, <laughs> where I, I realized I had a whole lot of cookbooks. Like, cause I I I like to collect cookbooks, and and, it, and cookbooks are also a really easy gift for people right. to give me. Um, and so, uh, I had a whole bunch of cookbooks that I had never even cooked anything from. Like I had kind of read through them, but I had never actually cooked anything from them. And I was like, this is dumb. Um, so I went through my cookbook collection. I pulled out 30 cookbooks that I had never cooked a single recipe from. And that wasn't even all of my cookbooks (laughs) that I hadn't cooked anything from. That was like a curated list. Um, and I went and I, I cooked, um, At least one recipe from each of these cookbooks. That's awesome. And um, uh, yeah, kind of worked my way through it and stuff. And that was a fun little experiment.
1: And you just, you blogged the experience of here's the one damn recipe from this book and the one damn recipe from that. Yep.
0: That's awesome. Went through, had a good variety of different books in there and everything. And so uh yeah that was that was a good old time,
1: yeah, that's awesome yeah and then, um do you have any specific shows coming up soon that you want people to know about or uh
0: um i, I i'm I'm in a production of Romeo and Juliet right now really? but, it, but it's it's closing next week, so okay. by the time people are hearing this, yeah. it's gonna be Who over. are you playing I'm playing Mercutio, oh fun, the best character. <laughs> Love yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, here's some
1: uh, quick plugs for this show, and then we'll do our final questions. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host. That is called Force Center. Info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and stuff is on my website at com. And you can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash Joseph Scrimshaw. All right. Final questions. They don't have anything to do with food, but they okay. can if you want them Did to. I- uh, if you could travel in time, but only forward or back, mm-hmm. which way would you go? Forward. Forward. Why is that?
0: Um, back. I know what happened. I'm like, I know what happened.
1: <laughs> Boring.
0: Boring. I'm like the the future. That's yeah, yeah. Who the fuck knows what that's gonna be? Who knows if there is even gonna be anything?
1: <laughs> so you would just want to go to. The end. To Dude, see when find, it is. Find
0: out, find out when, where society finally like yeah. just fizzles out.
1: Yeah. When do the aliens land? <laughs>
0: exactly, yeah. Do
1: they like <laughs> sweet potatoes? Uh, I think that's a great answer. If there was a video game based on your life, what would be the main mission of the video game?
0: Uh... It would it would be like a dance dance revolution type of thing, but it's a flavor balance. And so it's like you're you're having to use like salt salt sweet salt sweet acid acid bitter
2: acid
1: acid combo acid style.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> explosion exactly.
1: That is an awesome video game. Uh, the final question for everyone on the podcast right. is: What is happiness?
0: What is happiness? Um, I feel like it's it's a balance. I feel like it's a, it's it's kind of a, uh, I, it's joy, but not too much joy. Okay. Because I feel like joy is almost, uh, no, no, it's joy. <laughs> I take that back.
1: <laughs> but I take. I, trying to be I, fucking
0: deep with that. I'm like, nah.
1: Well, I, I, I. I think I understand where you're going. It's like joy. But I feel
0: like there's something else to it uh, uh, in support of it. Um, uh, joy and contentment in conjunction.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, it, it, I am not trying to be like yeah. overly cute and yeah. tied in a bow with your uh-huh. your food discussion, but uh-huh. it's hard not to when we've been thinking about it. But I mean, it is about it. It feels like what you're talking about is yeah. a kind of flavor balancing. Absolutely. Of like... If you're gonna have a dessert, of course you want it to be like sugary and and maybe really indulgent, mm-hmm. right? But if every bite is like the oh this every every bite is a chocolate lava yeah. fountain, is like that's not sustainable, right? So you also just want something to ground it yeah. as you go.
0: But also you want you you don't want it to just be the same thing. You want you want discovery. Yeah, there's there's the the kind of uh, possibility. Okay. Possibility. That's a good yeah. uh, That's a good note in that uh, happiness burrito there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: possibility exactly. in the happiness burrito. Exactly.
0: You got your joy. You got your contentment. You got your possibility. <laughs>
1: and you and got the, your freedom. Yeah. Freedom.
0: Yeah. That's a good burrito. Yeah.
1: And a little tangy acid taste if needed. Exactly. If needed. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank
1: you so much for doing the podcast. This
2: was so much fun.
1: That is our podcast. All right.
2: You've been listening to Obsessed Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest Shared
0: some stories with the rest Rate five stars if you're impressed